Welcome to the Bear Pit Pod. We're back, Craig. We are. Season yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth season of doing this. It's just been like that, hasn't it? <laughs> really, since we've got involved, the truth be told. Um, Fourth season. Let's hope this one is a bit... <laughs> it has to, doesn't it? You'd hope so. I mean, it has to. I mean, having said that, I assume the last season, just reading a little preview from last year, we won 11 games last year. I thought absolute worst case for last season, the first season back in the championship, we, we'd win more and enjoy winning the feeling, but that was just as bad. Mm. I remember that, that <laughs> clip that the Derby fans put out, yeah. saying, me and you saying, we're going to walk this league. Row it in with the big boys. We kind of, didn't happen. Every bookie had us, didn't they? Yeah, every bookie had us to do well. And they just Never mind, do well. We were favourites. Massive favourites. Favourites. Massive favourites. And I think a lot of them have kind of had a reality check this year and... We're, oh, I think we're about fifth or sixth. Yeah, we're thankfully not the kind of the front front runners anymore. Yeah, but that pressure's not there. Yeah, but that is we're back. The Bear Pit Pod, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, Acast. That's your lot. That's that. That's your lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all one. We'll say that's all one. I don't think it is. I think there's one more somewhere. <laughs> Do you think? I think so. iTunes. But that's, that's iTunes. That's, yeah. yeah. Obvious. Obvious one. Um, we're back, and this season as well, we've got a new sponsor or partner. They're called Fans Bet. Um, I thought we'd give them a shout out because you know everyone's obviously has a bet for the football mm-hmm. at the weekend. Um, they give fifty percent back to fan causes, so that you know of losses, add, well profits, which are people's losses basically, yeah. and um, you know that'll go to helping us and also go to us helping the Doggy Mac Hospice. So make sure if you are having a bet, go through with fans bet, sign up, uh, make sure to go and when you sign up under Stoke City the Bear Pit TV and it'll help us out, and also. Um, they're going to be doing a fantasy game, which we're going to have a little bit of a video after that. But if you're into your fantasy football, whether it be Championship or Premier League, they're doing fantasy football if you signed up with an account. I think it's like £5 to play. Massive prizes, like 10k prize pool. And on the Premier League one, there's a 50k prize pool. Mm-hmm. I'm no good at it. I forget, I, about, I, I forget about it after the first week. I do. I, 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 don't, I, I bloody hate fantasy football. Same. I, I just thought <laughs> it's boring. If you are good at it, and they're the, they're the people to go to. And also, we're signing up to FansBet um, as a partner. We said to them, right, to kick it off, you know, if any Stokies are feeling good about our upcoming season and they want to bet on us, I said, can you give us a price or special that no one else has got? And they've put us to be promoted at nine to two. You won't find that price anywhere else. I don't know anything about that. You don't know anything, do you? Well, it's just a shade better of four to one, which everyone else has got as. as. So you won't find that price anywhere else. It's under fan specials. Make sure to go and get involved if you fancy Stoke to go up, because that's the best place, best price. And make sure you sign up via the Bear Pit. We've announced this on the page as well earlier, and one person goes, oh, you're not backing Bet365 and the club. Listen. Denise, we're not going to put a dent in Denise's profits. Don't worry, they are the behemoth of betting. If you want to help us out, are they comfortably like head? You work in the industry. Are they yeah. comfortably head and shoulders the biggest the one in the world? Worldwide, yeah, biggest one in the world. Absolute beasts in multiple countries, all over the shop. They are the daddy, so to say, the best. Yeah. And fans bet are starting out. They've got a different vibe to it. You know, helping fan causes, so to say. So, you know, it's just something a little bit different, mm. um, you know, and they go towards helping us carry on and, um, you know, help us with our support at the Doggy Mac. We raised under about 200 quid last season, which is, cool. which is good, but, you know, we want to do way better with that. So yeah. that's that spiel done, so to say. Yeah. Obviously, now we'll get into pre-season. <coughs> Four from six, we won, if you count the Leak Town game. Yeah. Leak Town, 6-0, yeah, I think, or 6-1. Doisberg, 
or if that's how you say it, the German side. It's how German, Deutschberg. Yeah. Wrexham, we beat 3-1. Tranmere Rovers, 2-0. We beat Lincoln, 2-1. Yeah. Then we just lost out to Leicester, 2-1. And we missed another penalty. <sighs> yeah, I couldn't believe Do we count Jack Butland's shootout where he scored every one? But, you know, <laughs> no, in, in, in open play, normal time. It's, all, it's almost amusing how bad it is, so I don't want to skewer that, the humour in it in a moment. But, um, I don't know about you, pre-season, I have... Some fans like, well, when the season ends with Stoke, I, I truly turn off. Mm. <laughs> Glad everyone's tuned in to listen to this. I, 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 I tune off. I, I never take friendly seriously. And I, as much as people speculate about the signings, who we've got in, I, I can never draw any conclusions from friendlies. I have to wait for the season to start before I can start to see a picture. Um, I mean, do you? Do you look at the, the results in friendly, friendly pictures you know and think, oh yeah, we're, we're on a good thing or a bad thing? Or Not really. As much, I remember when we, I always think back to the Matty Everington podcast and he told us not to read in it, mm-hmm. read into it in any way, shape or form yeah. whatsoever because we were losing at the time when we recorded it. We were losing a game, I can't remember who it was against, but we were losing a pre-season well, yeah, game as we did the yeah, podcast yeah. with him. Um, and he said never to read into it too much, but that's not a bad pre-season. It's a lot better than the previous one, you know, where we'd lost the majority, drew a couple. I think, to, I think it, winning breeds much more of a positive atmosphere if you it, win it. It does, it does. I mean, I, I, yeah, I can't be slipping to say that it doesn't make a difference. There's got to be something within that. And I think you're right. For how poor we were last season, just have like some successive wins has got to instill some sort of confidence. And I'd say the general consensus is it's been a good pre-season. Yeah, no, I, Losing I think to so. a very strong Leicester team. And it was no a good performance. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it was a good fine. performance. And it's not fine. only that, but you know they've got a, a week more to go in their preparations for the league because they don't start till a week after. But mm. that was a full strength yeah, it Leicester was. side. It was. It was a good Madison, Tealmans, who they just signed, Schmeichel. Um, Vardy. Vardy. Uh, you know, they, they brought their A game and A team because they had two teams at t- yeah, different yeah. places on the same day. Um, so I thought that was a good performance. Obviously, we missed a pen. Chances to win it, mm-hmm. uh, or at least draw. So I, I'm, even though we lost, I'm, I still think that was a very positive performance mm-hmm. for yeah. me. Yeah, and I think the, the Ryan injury probably kind of marred it. Marred it slightly, maybe took out the momentum of our performance slightly, but yeah, good performance on paper, good pre-season, and some, some definite positives. Campbell, for one, is yeah, just about to say that. Few, That's a big question coming out of pre-season is Campbell after he's been on fire. I think he scored five. Um, and the big question is uh, around a lot of people, you know, what do we do with him? Do we throw him in there up front for the first game? Do we have him on the bench? Do we loan him out if someone else comes in like a Gale? What are you thinking with Campbell? <sighs> it's so difficult. For whenever I've seen Campbell in Stoke shirt, you can't knock the goals he scored in our under-23s or wherever it was. And even the two good goals he scored against Shrewsbury in the League Cup last year. But whenever I've seen him, I do tend to agree with Jones's sentiments that he still doesn't look physically fit. There, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's not to say he's not going to be, or he won't be, or he's not a good goal scorer. But he does seem to get, he seems to be blown out of his ass about 50, 60 minutes whenever I've seen him. And I, I don't know why that is. I mean, he's only, what, 20? Odd. I'm not sure why he looks so tired. He's clearly got talent, he clearly will get there. But Jones has come out publicly stated that he still doesn't think he's quite ready. <sighs> but then, do you, I suppose you get ready by playing, don't you? I, I don't know. I worry about our lack of pace up front in a phobia invokes, which seems to be our starting front two. For that reason, I can't help but think Campbell needs to be playing just to mix up the style of forward players we've got. Yeah. Because at the moment, it's quite one-dimensional static, and Campbell is quick. I wouldn't loan him out. I think if things aren't working... 
I think he's he's got to be the first striker to go to. Option B. Yeah. Ahead Even of Gregory. C. Yeah, if you want, yes. I mean, Vogue's a phobia seems to be A and B at the moment. Then I think Campbell's got to be the third one. Greg, I've, even above Greg, Gregory. Yeah, really? I think so. I think so. I've got a sneaky feeling that Gregory Gregory could be our top scorer. Do you think? If, if Gale doesn't come in. If Gale comes in, that yeah, changes. Str- Am I skipping ahead of it? Are we going, doing the Gale thing now or are we coming back to that? Uh, do that now if you want. Do you do it now? Because every time I speak to my dad, he goes, as I say, I switch off with transfer stuff. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Um, every time I ring my dad, he goes, oh, have we got Gale yet? Like it's an imminent thing. Have I missed something? Are we actually close here or is it just a wild rumour? It's just, it's just been an ongoing saga. It doesn't from, seem to have any real concrete evidence no, of what I can see. Know, it's just rumour. I've not, from, from the life of me, I don't think I've seen any Juno concrete linkers with him, yeah. like a Percy or the Sentinel. It's all ifs and buts and what's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know where everyone's getting it from. To be, yeah. to be quite honest, you know, I've not, I've not, you know, I, I manage the majority of what we put out news-wise or images and quotes, etc. And I don't think I've posted about this. Is what, no, this is what I, I kind of thought. So every time my dad says, "Oh, have we nearly got him yet?" It just seems a little bit unfounded and far-fetched and. I, I don't think we will get Gale. I don't think there's anything to suggest that we're in for him. I'm not sure. Is I, I, I really don't know, but we haven't got long to wrap it up. Window closes on the 8th. It's now as we record that this, the 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to get moved. There's got to be some sort of link coming soon or yeah. a bit more concrete news on it. Yeah. Like, like I say, I've not posted an actual transfer story on him for a long time. Yeah. And if we do get Gale, to have this depth of striker in the championship is phenomenal. A very, very good player in Lee Gregory for this level. Vokes, good premiership player in the right squad, yeah. I think. Afobi's got to regain some form. Yeah, he's got to. And he's kind of done it in the championship in the past. Dwight Gale, who's consistently against 20. And then a young upcoming striking Campbell. I mean, that is, that is some depth for the striker department. And if we've got to perform if we get kind of Gale in. Yeah. Have to perform with that depth. Got to. Mm. Got to. Um, before we do move on to transfers, etc., and some other. Things obviously in the last preseason game, uh, the big story as we sort of went over a little bit. Shawcross mm-hmm. oh, broken awful. fibula, horrendous. Absolutely awful. Uh, four it? months out, uh, miraculously, everyone thought it'd be a lot worse than that. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Arsenal fans got involved as soon as it happens. You know what? For every the Arsenal balance. fan that, that kind of gets involved in that sort of thing and, and, and um, finds it funny or whatever, they they just. The virgins. Cons- <laughs> they consistently undermine what they've been having to go at Stoke for, for yeah. the past decade. And it's it's almost bring it on. Because for every fan, Arsenal fan that does that, brilliant. It's just undermining the whole kind of mm. their grievance in the past decade. It completely removes I, I, I tweeted out, we're just bring it living, on, in, living in the Reds rent free. You know, we, we, <laughs> we thought they'd have forgotten about us now in the Championship. But yeah. No, pre-season game against Leicester that you think no one would focus on and yeah. uh, everywhere. I think it was like trendy on Twitter and a you know, big story. Still don't get that whole bloody thing. He clearly was distraught. It was clearly an accident. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think, well, it's been 10 years. I don't think we'll ever get it through to them now. The actual situation, what happened, you know, mm. Ryan's remorse, immediate remorse, <laughs> trying to apologise. Evidence, remorse, yeah, yeah in tears and, and whatever. So we don't, it's been done, on it? <laughs> yeah, it's been done many a time. I don't want to um, discussion about it. Shawcross put a message out today. Mm-hmm. Um, 
via the club Twitter account, but said it's been a very difficult couple of days coming to terms with the injury and the timing of it, but I have been so touched by the messages of support and goodwill I have received from so many people within the game. I've been inundated with messages from current and former teammates, fellow professionals, Stoke City supporters and so many others over the past 48 hours. I can't thank them all enough for that. The biggest thank you, however, has to go to the medical staff here at Stoke City Football Club and the doctors and nurses who cared for me so well and professionally at the Royal Stoke University Hospital. As I said before, it has been a difficult few days, but with the help and the support of so many people, I'm now looking forward with real optimism as I embark upon my road to recovery, which will enable me to get back out there doing what I love on the pitch. It does It does sound like, yeah, it's a good little quote from mine there, isn't it? It, it does... In a weird way, if you'd have said a week ago Ryan's going to be out for you'd be devastated, and naturally we still are. But the rumour circulating and the image of that that um, incident, everyone's like quoting nine months for season, career ending, all this sort of stuff. And to have it, it was what it was the fibula, fibula, fibula. Was that what it is? Yeah. So I mean, I know nothing, but apparently that was the one. If you're going to break, that was the one that's got the quickest recovery time. Yeah. And then um, the thought that he could be back before Christmas is awesome. Like. I don't know, I feel almost buoyed by the fact that it's not what we feared the worst and it could easily be back by Christmas from what I've read and, and the recovery times are think it, I think it'll be a bit after because obviously you'll recover, the formula wants recovery um, but then you've got to get back up to speed yeah. training wise, you'll have to do the fitness all over again yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it'll be a little bit longer I'll go for just in January, mid-January which is, we'd have snapped down for that Snapchat. The, the OK message was always an absolute meltdown with, with assumptions that we'll never play this never play again. again. The rumour were, were absolutely bonkers with that one. But yeah, four months, didn't want it, obviously, um, and, and it's a massive, massive shame. But I feel like it is, it's as good as it could have been from the original kind of diagnosis and the imagery of that incident. So. And that raises a yeah. few questions as well, because um, there's been a transfer story come out the past few days or so that Bruno Martins India is apparently really close to a move to Besiktas for four million euros. Yeah. Nathan Collins, however, has just signed up a new mm-hmm. contract until 2024, yeah. I think yeah. it's 2024, a five-year deal, mm-hmm. which is brilliant to pin him down after that initial interest from Manchester mm-hmm. United. Um, in the, in the really easy part, early part sorry, of the um, transfer window. But what do we do now? We've got obviously Shawcross injured, Liam Lindsay, Danny Bat, Nathan Collins, mm-hmm. Bruno as centre halves. Yeah. I don't think I've missed anyone there. I think it'd be short sighted to. Oh, I was going to say to get rid of Bruno, but you, if an opportunity comes to get a big earner off your wage bill, which I anticipate he will Bruno be, will be yeah. do you take it? We've basically got one. Uh, defenders cover now mm-hmm. for the next four months i.e. Liam or Nathan Liam Lindsay or Nathan Collins will start and then you've got one of them as, as reserve you've got one centre back as reserve Danny Bat no he'll start obviously yeah. so, so Danny Bat and Liam Lindsay Collins or Lindsay to start alongside Bat which leaves you if you get rid of Bruni with one fit centre back as cover and that's you not great you can't. yeah you can't you need to have two oh, it's a real difficult one isn't it I can't help but think we, we, we have to keep hold of Bruno, Bruno and just take the well, hits on his wages. Apparently, in because uh, Nathan Jones was on Radio Stoke last night, and apparently he said they're going to get a short-term loan or some okay. sort of cover. Okay. Uh, but that he didn't. That wasn't mentioning whether Bruno will still go or not. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like we might get another in. Not sure who that'll be. Yeah. Um, to go into a tra- uh, the quotes of some of the, of the quotes that Nathan Jones came out with. He said, bless you, he said, we're not quite done our business yet, so perhaps there might be an opportunity to bring even more leaders in. If I bring in another striker, it doesn't mean that I'm unhappy with what I've already got. I just want to try and create more competition. So it looks like we're not all done. No. 
at all. I think if, if we can get a a reasonably competent centre back cover, you on loan arguably maybe you, you, Bruno goes. I think it is a very good opportunity. So I do put Bruno in the camp as a load of other players that are still lingering about in the relegation season and, and for whatever reason I think we needed to shift as many of them players out as possible because I, I mean, I've got no evidence for this but it, I don't know the more of them players we can get rid of the better Fletcher Charlie Adam them, them sorts because I just think we need to move on I think if the opportunity truly presents to get rid of Bruno and we can get cover in you do it yep. he must be on 40-50 you'd imagine so I think I mean we, we bought him when we were in the Prem is that yeah, right yeah we made it permanent the so I'd be gobsmacked if he's on anything lower than 35 gobsmacked and that's a lot of money for championship that we, we can't afford so mm, you is. probably do it is um, let's go over some of the other ins and outs so obviously the outs so far we've got Charlie Adam yes I'll tell you what you see he played for Reading he's, he's lost a lot of weight has he you seen a picture of him I saw him the other foot like he's actually kind of he looked, he looked in good shape. I don't know if he's. Don't start saying you want him back. <laughs> I, 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 I still have a lot of respect for Charlie. I rated him. I think he could have done a job, but I understand why he's gone. Uh, Jeff Cameron, also permanent to QPR, yeah. so we'll probably face him on the first day. Yeah, potentially. Berahino, yeah. although there's still no <sighs> announcement over that. Obviously, he's training with a, a Belgian side. Zult Wurgen, I think. I mean, it's safe to say that he will never pull on a Stoke shirt again. No. That's but there's still no official announcement, which is quite strange. Yeah. Maybe it's sort of a legal matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bojan, obviously a big one. He's not officially gone though, has he yet? Not officially, but Simply you know, he's it. not been involved in preseason no. at all. It pretty much speaks for itself. And there yeah. was a story that um, you know, it was a double story. It was a it was a big low and then a big high. Mm. A double story that came from uh, John Percy that but the club are seeking to just settle Bojan's contract to allow him to leave. Yeah. But at the same time they said, Mark Cartwright is yeah, leaving the club gone, in he? September. Yeah. Which was a re- you know, re- all the fans. I think I think really what you're doing there, because obviously Bojan's a big fan's favourite, I think they maybe feared a bit of a backlash. If they announced the fact that Cartwright had gone at the same time, it would take the edge off it was the Bojan. It was a strange one, Cartwright, because it didn't seem like we wanted him to go in the statement that Tony Scholes said mm. said that he, we were disappointed at Mark informing us that he wanted to leave is he gone anywhere? He is, go, he is going somewhere else I'm not sure where um, but yeah he's, he's got another job or another opportunity they've not, I don't think they've revealed what that is yeah but um, I mean I, I still we've done all this last season and the season before but when you look at the reasons why Stoke went down Recruitment is number one by an absolute mile. Oh, yeah. Bula, fifty million Hino, on players, though. Kevin Vimmer, etc., etc. That is why we ultimately got relegated, um, amongst other things, obviously. But that fifty million could have propelled us, God knows where, if he spent it wisely. And it went absolutely tits up. It so, did. yeah. See you later, Mark Cartwright. Another casualty of the Mark Cartwright era as well is our relationship with Saint Pauli. Mm. that's gone as well devastating news eh? I know what are we going to do I don't know what, what was meant to happen I don't know what was at his peak what that was doing I, I don't get him I don't understand I think the only thing. real thing that happened is Valinden went on loan there right okay that's about it. it was supposed to be a partnership where we learned from them you know like social media and marketing and all that sort yeah. of thing no idea what yeah. what actually oh, well. came of it apart from two piss ups uh, their pre-season yeah. past two uh, pre-seasons yeah, yeah. but nothing this year you still do that now if you want there's nothing to start yeah, go, along, to go along Hamburg still pre-season another one that I've seen a few people murmuring about is that's where we're on media and everything I don't want to go down this road <laughs> but there was no coverage by Stoke over pre-season no Every you know the Leicester game we had to go onto the Leicester website. Yeah. I think it was the Tramia game we had to go onto their radio uh, stream, which was actually really good quality. Mm-hmm. And people were asking for their commentators yeah, to yeah, do our streams. Yeah. 
But I don't know what's going on. Why aren't we covering? Why are we and making an attempt for our own fans to see Chris? I'll leave that one to you, El, because you, you've got a real. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to go into it. I'm really, I, I'm, I did read though that the. Um, I think several months ago that the club announced mass improvements to the online streaming thing. Oh yeah, they, they're going to get radio they, commentary. They're well, going to have. Yeah, they've got. They've switched to iFollow. Which yeah, should have been doing from the start because iFollow is already well established. Yeah, and the majority of clubs in in and around the Championship League wanting to use it. Yeah, uh, completely different system. They've got. They're going to have a ticker timer. Uh, wow, replays, ass, replays, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Oh, listen, Craig, we're in a new age here. 21st century. <laughs> we're in a new age. But most importantly, having Nigel Johnson, BBC Radio Stoke commentary, that's that's the big yeah. Instead of, that, instead of whoever it that is yeah. doing the Stoke stream, have we got contact list yet? It's just yes. in McEwen's. No, it's everywhere. Is it? I think everywhere. I thought it was just McEwen's, or, or was that just a trial period? I'm not sure. No, yeah, that, I think that was a trial. It's that's everywhere, bad. Craig. You will be pleased to know. Wow, hold on, Stoke. There we go. <laughs> you will be pleased mm. to know. Uh, free travel as well is something to commend the club on. It's happened yeah. again. Yeah, it's cool, it's cool. Some people were knocking it. Really don't get it. Knocking it in what sense? Why? Um, what do they want? I don't get it. I, no, I, I don't really get it. But some, some people were knocking it, saying like, "What? What about fans who don't use it? Like, the club are going to subsidize. Like, the club are going to give you a voucher for going spending the pub or something." I really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really didn't get. 20 quid. I really didn't get people knocking. Well, I mean, it. it's great for like people call them the pop and crisp. Brigade, mm-hmm. like because there's no alcohol in the buses, obviously. But help they call them that? yeah, they call them the Pop and Crisps Brigade. But you know, it's helping out young families to go and people who can't necessarily afford travel and elderly. And you can't just you can't please you can't expect Stoke you can't to, to fund your away day on yeah. the fucking piss. You can't. I mean, I I obviously live in London, so I, I I'm one of them fans that have got no opportunity to make take advantage of that um, that kind gesture, but. I certainly appreciate the gesture still, and I don't begrudge oh, those that can't access it. It's, it's great, by the way, isn't it? The club are commended for it every year, rightly so. Yeah, it's great. It's, really, it's great. I mean, I really don't get anyone knocking it. They've almost dug their own hole here, Stoke, because the second they do remove it, they'll be held to May. People will be kicking off, won't they? And I also saw someone moaning about, um, yeah, it's obviously the bus travels on, but they're now charging £1 postage on tickets. I see that. Yeah, or a, a Processing fee or something. That's even if you physically attend at the ground as yeah. well. I mean, are they paying a quid for that? That's just a money making thing. Yeah, I don't not, get it. Not sure on that one. Um, so even, even if it's like a batch order where you should, in theory, be able to process several tickets under one uh, transaction, they still charge by the ticket. Quick, 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 quick. Yeah, not sure. Don't get it. Not sure. Don't on, get it. On, on that one. Um, let's speak about some of the ins. Right. So we've Let's obviously go. covered. Actually, we didn't finish on the outs. The other outs, by the way, Juf, Juf who's just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, there's sh- been there's been no mention of him actually yeah. leaving. Um, yeah, he had a, he had such a. It is peak. Juf was a very very uh, bit of a fan's favourite, wasn't he? Really, it is peak for whatever reason he just was. But God, he, he left under a cloud. He had he had to go to the fans last year. He was. After yeah. we made him his Christmas jumpers. I know. Um, I know. Also, women, obvious one. Uh, been training with Cologne, although I don't. But he's think, still a Stoke player. Yeah, Fuck I don't yeah. think they want to make him permanent. Apparently, Maritz Bauer, which is it. Obviously, it's understood, but it's a shame from what we saw of him in that one year in the Premier League. Yeah, I think he could still do a job, but obviously, Two can't we on. don't need him anymore. We've got yeah. in uh, another right back, yeah. Mbula. No idea. French team, I think he's going to. Yeah. And then one who I've put a question mark over because we seem quite set on him actually coming back is Ndai. Ndai. Jones has made several statements anyway. He says we're welcoming back, which is quite unusual with the attitude that Jones has put out there. He's getting rid of Deadwood, so to speak. He's made no secret of the fact he'd happily welcome him back. Yeah, which I find apparently, peculiar. apparently they had chats 
he flew over because he was on someone's Instagram story. I can't remember who's, but they flew over. They had chats. Turkish newspapers were saying the chats didn't go well. In, some of the English ones or some uh, echoes that came out over here saying they did go well. Mm-hmm. Never really knew. We went off to play in the African Cup of Nations, and now from all reports and everything you see coming from Nathan Jones, he's expecting him back and to play. He's good. Well, we we saw not much of him in the Prem, but what, from what we did see, he was he was fantastic. He was great. The thought of him and Etebo in the Championship midfield is formidable, amazing. But he kicked the right storm last year. He didn't want to do it. I remember his performance at Leeds away. I think it was, it was his only performance last season. He, he, he didn't give a shit. He did not want to be there. And if that's the sort of baggage you're bringing, I'd stay well away. Maybe that was a one-off. Maybe he's just sulking. But from what we've seen with players like Mbulu and Berahino, I don't want any characters like that. But I've got to trust Jones because he has shipped out them characters. And I can only put faith that if Jones does bring you back, he's got faith. We've, we've not got another in Bula on our hands. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. You hope not. We'll see. Um, so then the ins. Obviously, we had the fucking load. We had the barrage of free Absolutely signings. Absolutely. Was, was it six in a yeah. row? Yeah. Um, Adam Davies, goalkeeper, Barnsley. Yep. I'm not going to get all these. Liam Lindsay. Yep. Again, Barnsley. He was one of the few ones that was actually cost a button with two million. He was one, Liam Lindsay. Did he? Yeah, I thought it was free. Yeah, two million. Okay, Liam Lindsay. I'm struggling now already. Um, Nick Powell. Nick Powell from Wigan. Uh, Tommy Smith from Huddersfield. No, no, that was a four million. Oh, you're doing the freeze. Okay, yeah, I was sorry, doing yeah, the freeze. freeze yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Powell. Um, Gregory. Yeah, Lee Gregory. I swear, there's one more. There is. Look like numpty. We should know this. We should know. We Steve Moore. And Steve Ward from Burnley, that was Ward. it. Yes. And then, obviously, Tommy Smith, who was four million. Yeah. Good signing. Some good signings there. Very good signing, Tommy Smith. Tommy Smith yeah. is a good one, obviously. Um, it'll be interesting to see how him and uh, Tom Edwards yeah. switching and out at the side. Obviously, Tommy Smith, probably first choice with his yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Last he, time he was in the championship, he got a mad number of assists. He's a great player. I'm surprised Huddersfield have let him go, and I'm surprised we've got him. I think he's... I think he's our signing the, the summer. Nick Powell was that for me, but I think Tommy Smith has done it. Nick yeah, Powell, really business. interesting one, and yeah. Enigma. You know, you have to get him going. I know people who've uh, been close to him uh, when he was doing his rehab at Man United and other things, and you really, you really do have to have him on it mm-hmm. um, to get the best out of him. But when you do, it can be absolutely magical at times. Like yeah. the world at his feet. That's the reason he got signed for Manchester. United. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a player that's at his peak above championship but whether he can get that consistently that's the thing both with attitude and injury seems to be the consensus with yeah. Nick Powell so but but I, I still feel very confident we've got a good player but time will tell how good Lee Gregory uh, scored 12 goals I think something like that in a Millwall, in a Millwall team that struggled good that's signing I, I really do see Lee Gregory as a, a very very solid backup personally I mean I might be proven wrong I don't know but um, I, I, I still got a funny feeling he's going to be our top scorer I don't know why I think we'll see at the end of the season mm-hmm. uh, my predictions Stephen Ward uh, good good getting on that, yeah. from what again from someone I know who's worked closely with him uh, in rehab etc he's had a knee injury etc so he won't be able to play twice in a week is what I've been told mm-hmm. so I imagine he's going to be either switched in and out or not not consistently taking yeah. runs McLean in the side looks like the, the starting left wing back thing or whatever we're doing yeah. um, and he certainly is decent cover for that one but um, yeah a very very good sign on a free Liam Lindsay defender He's one of Barnsley's better players from what I hear. Um, big things predicted of him. I won't pretend to know loads, but yeah, he, he's got a decent record. He's got a decent showreel. Remember that clip? That, uh, I've got a decent showreel. 
and I'm awful. Don't worry about that. Um, yeah, so true. Um, and then Adam Davies. He's a weird one. I actually did, for whatever reason, I did a bit of like in-depth look at Adam Davies and the Barnsley fans went on their message boards. It was a slow day. Uh, went on their message boards and a great deal of them saying he was awful for two years. Then last year he had a really good season. Yeah, a really good agreed. season. I've, I've seen clips of him uh, making some horrific errors. Yeah. Some horrific mistakes, but then apparently last year he really took it up a notch. Yeah, he did. I mean, it's the old cliche with keepers. I've got this theory that most professional keepers are very good shot stoppers. What separates them is those that come out and claim the ball. That's what makes you a great, great keeper. The one that's, you know, real confidence of balls just to kind of command your area. And it, from what I've read, again, it doesn't sound like that Davis is necessarily that type of player, but a very good shot stopper. But I'd expect that. Um, I'd expect that. Interestingly, like that. speaking about Adam Davis, he might, as it seems, number two. be number two. It looks like we could <laughs> sensationally hold on to Jack. Well, sensation in the sense that it's not like we've had to beat teams off, is it? No one, no one will bid for him. <laughs> no one wants him. And not because he's a poor keeper, but because I don't think there's demand for a keeper of that value at the moment. I think most teams are, are quite satisfied and settled with their current number ones. Or the number the only two were uh, potentially Palace a little bit at and one Bournemouth. point and then Villa and Bournemouth. Yeah. And Bournemouth might be going down a different route. They've just spent 15 million on billing from Huddersfield today. Aston Villa apparently looking at a number of other targets, the Cardiff keeper, uh, etc. But no one's willing to pay the price tag that we've slapped on him, which I find mental when you, you know, those teams at the lower end of the Premier League to have England's could be number one, yeah. currently number two. I think he would be number one if he played consistently in the Premier yeah. I really think, because Pickford's like that now, really like that. I think he's kind of, he won't be number one for much longer. Well, I say that if there was decent, consistent Premiership competition, which there might be, but I think, I think Butland would do it. I think some clubs are missing a right trick. They are. A right trick. They're missing a trick as our game. And if you'd have told me we'd have Jack Butland in our second season of the Championship, which is looking very likely we will. Madness. Never believed it. Madness. No, I believe it. He must be gutted. That's, yeah. <laughs> he, he came out and said, he said, look, I gave it a go. I wanted to come back up with Stoke. Although I don't think he had much choice. It's um, not happened. I've got Premier League aspirations. Yeah. Basically, come and get me. And, you know, most fans said fair enough, but it's just no one's biting. So. Whatever, brilliant. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, too we'll, right. we'll all take it. Mm. Um, so, Butland Stain is Davis huge. Davis must be Yeah, he must I be. bet you were sold the dream of, right, well, Jack's going and you're going to be number one. But just like when we signed Jack, there's no harm with having a year as an understudy. No. And that's what Jack did initially to Begovic. Yeah, he did. He did, yeah. Um, even though he was probably told that Begovic should move on earlier than he did. Yeah, yeah. He eventually went to that, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's no problem with playing a second fiddle for a year. No. Um, there's still transfers to come in, as we've said. Um, I really would like Gale and the left back, and I think we'd be done. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you you can't not want Gale, even if you feel you've got strength and depth in that certain area. I mean, look at his, his kind of um, history in the championship; it's phenomenal. A fool only fool would say they would want Gale. Yeah, left back. McLean's such an unknown quantity, really, in that position. So I, I don't. Didn't really... play too badly there. The other he, day. He, very good going forward. A little bit suspect of his positioning going at the back. I thought, but generally he played well. And then of course we've got Ward as the understudy, who I think is very, very, very capable fullback as well. I look at our squad and I feel like it's deja vu. And I do look generally across the pitch and think we've got decent, decent starters and general depth across the pitch. And I'm again similar to last season. I, I'm a little bit baffled 
as to what, how we can improve, if that makes sense, without going nuts and getting sick. But I mean, where do you think? Do so you think our biggest weakness is striker and left back? Based on on that, yeah, I think we see, we still need another first choice striker. I'm just worried about leaving it to a phobie. Um, I agree. Uh, I just he's not doing it to be a phobie. Yeah, I, I can't. And I th- as I say, I think they're all a similar type of striker apart from Campbell. Yeah, so I agree. Gale and Vokes would be. That, that's ridiculous. Brilliant. That's Gale feeding off Vokes yeah, would yeah, be yeah. sensational. Yeah. And then I still don't think I trust McLean at left back, so I'd like a left back. But yeah. that for me, if you get to get both of those in, that is an incredible window. I don't want to start doing this again, but I look at our squads. <laughs> when we said the podcast was coming back, people said we don't want Craig's predictions. <laughs> <laughs> but I look at our squad and tell me that's not a good squad for the championship. It is. It it really is. And I'm I'm, I'm so hesitant to start. Letting my kind of um, just don't start saying things for massive games. Or... <laughs> well, I won't. I mean, I, I won't. I can't because last season just proved anything that you can't rely on names, can you? But it does look. I don't know. I know you're <laughs> Our squad looks more than sort of. Um, it looks in a position that it should be at the right end of the table. Yes, comfortably. Great, so. great way to put it. But that means nothing after last year okay nothing well one quick one about the squad go on I think the biggest question mark for me in terms of our potential first 11 is who starts in centre midfield with Etebo back as well Cousins Nick Powell Joe Allen um, Klukas Woods there's a real kind of it's a weird mix of players there when you take into consideration we're going to be playing this diamond formation and I I, I I don't think Jones still quite knows who's going to go where. No. And I don't. When I look at him, I'd, I'd have a clue who's going to drop it away. It's very, if very If we get Etebo and Ndai back, I'd probably go for I might be wrong here, but Nick Powell in the he, He's your most guaranteed number yeah. 10. Yeah, the top. Etebo and Ndai next to each other. Yeah. Or potentially Ndai at defensive mid. Mm-hmm. And then Allen. In the middle. Mm. Yeah. It's an interesting one. I think that's our biggest question mark in terms of who goes where. It's the centre of midfield. Apart from Powell, it's a weird, weird, weird kind of scenario, that one. It is. Fine. Let's get on to the people's questions. Right. Got tons. Yeah. So I'm not sure how we're going to get through them all. First off, Jake, as ever, he must have notifications on because he's always top with no stupid questions. Would you prefer sponges for teeth or wooden sticks for legs? Wooden sticks for legs. Because you wouldn't be able to eat anything. It depends if you like soup, doesn't it? Yeah, they just soak it up. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Bester says, How long until our fans get impatient with the team? 33 minutes or 54 this minutes? This is such a good question, and I don't know if many fans will kind of have a go at me for saying this, but I, amongst a load of other factors, don't get me wrong, but I, I do truly think the, the expectation, expectations of the fans last year was one of the biggest kind of factors to our immediate poor form. You could sense it. Remember Brentford the first game of the season? It was it was awful. Mm. It was awful. We, it, there was so much kind of pressure on the, the players to instantly perform and blow away teams and stuff. I said it last season. I'll say it again, even more so. Fans have got to be patient. They've got to be patient. We, we, we've got to kind of give can't this. Just, it's get, such a new squad, isn't can't it? Can't get on the back. We can't. We, even if we could lose to QPR at the weekend, we could play poorly. It doesn't mean the end of the world, and I'm anticipating already. And I always quote this bloody thing, but the OK message board is like a pit of misery already. And like you know, we're not going to do X, Y, Z, and we have to have a little bit of patience. I'm not saying till January. I appreciate if coming October, November, it's not working fine. But for this first four, five, six weeks, we've got to, as fans, have patience. And I myself am going to try my absolute utmost not to show any criticism 
in this immediate month. We've got to let this thing gel. Yeah. We've got so many new players and so many players. Got to give it, got to give it time to, give it to time. work. Yeah. Um, from one of the questions, I've just realised when we read out the free transfers, we missed Cousins. Cousins. Yeah, that was <laughs> so it. now we'll add him. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Cousins. Because Nathan says, what have you made of our new signings? But he says, I think Cousins is the one who's surprised me the most and been very good as a central defensive midfielder. P.S. Glad to see the pod back. Cheers. Um, we, we obviously got a mutual friend, in, uh, a QPR fan. He, yeah. he said that Cousins was a great engine, but it's the sort of player that if fans get on his back, he crumbles quickly and loses confidence. And he wasn't overly impressed with Cousins. Um, it wasn't that sad to see him go, but he has had a good pre-season. And I, I, I get the impression he's going to be the, the water carrier, so to speak. Mm. That's the one just to gel and get the footballers involved. And so far, so good, I suppose. But um, yeah, time will tell. Ewan James says, excluding results and table finishes, what's one thing you hope to happen at Stoke this season? And I just, I just want it to be enjoyable. I want us to have something to play for. Yeah, too, right. At least be close to the playoffs. Yeah, just something. In and around, just some excitement. Yeah, because last season was the first season in what a decade where we, we knew come February the season was done and it was, it was rubbish. I've not felt that at Stoke for a long, long time. It was just like, yeah. yeah. We couldn't wait for it to be over last season. It was a wash. Don't want that. We want a bit of excitement. 22 draws last season. Yeah, record. (laughs) Record. Stoke Hub, uh, which is a new page, go and follow it. I think they're trying to do news, etc. Just go and give it a follow. Uh, What do you think the attendance will be like for next season? Not many people turned up via Leicester, but that was to be expected. I mean, Leicester were charging 15 quid. I don't think they were going to get get many people pissing down. Uh, You could watch it for free on the internet. I'm a bit of um, an attendance nerd this sort of stuff I, I think against QPR they'll bring about 12 to 1500 I reckon we'll get 22-3 against QPR and then it all depends how the, how the form goes from that point onwards to mm-hmm. I could see worst cases dropping to very low 20s best case mid to high 20s it's going to be this is going to be a bit of a make or break for those fans that we accumulated over the Premiership years, whether they stick around, I think. Uh, Ollie Walton says, what do you think the starting XI will be for QPR? You'll see that on Craig's video before the match. So <laughs> I know need. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah. <laughs> don't know. It's, it's guesswork, to be honest. Uh, best and worst kits in the Championship this season? I've not even looked, to be honest. I can give a quick answer that I, I really don't like one, uh, which is the West Brom away. It's a purple monstrosity. Um, I think our away kit is really nice. I agree. I, I never get Stoke kits. I've not got one for years and years and years and years. But that one is about as close as I've been tempted for a long time. I wake it's really smart. I've got the training kit. I like the training kit as it's, well. It's very similar, isn't it? Like the jumper. It's the away kit. The blue. No, no. The, I mean, like oh, the yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, got yeah, a stripe yeah. down the arm. It's yeah. quite smart. Yeah. Uh, I've got that. Might get the kit. I never get the kits. I get the training kit. Yeah, yeah likewise. I've got millions of them. I've got like every last season yeah, the training yeah, kit from joggers to tops to jackets. Yeah. But never the kit. Maybe I'll get the away kit. Mm. Um, Let's have a look. Lewis Proctor, as he just said, who would your first choice right back be, Edwards or Smith? It's going to be Smith. I feel a tad harsh on Edwards, but um, Smith's an excellent buy, so you, you, I'd go with Smith to start off with, definitely. Uh, now onto the Facebook top fan, Adam Kate, I think. Adam Kate Jack B. Not sure if that's one full name. Yeah, it is. Uh, tuna and pasta bake or chicken madras? Chicken madras, definitely. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, same. Because I was having pasta. Over I, there, I don't do. Uh, I don't do tuna. So. Do not. No, it's a chicken madras every all day long. Um, who is Owen Bloth, Another top fan says, "Who is the best signing we you think we've made this season so far?" I've already said Smith, followed by Powell. I, I'm going to say Powell just because 
you know, I'm, I'm not a defender. I don't appreciate as much defensively as I do attacking. Yeah. So, um, let's have a look. Darren Williams, another top fan with an interesting question. He says, does this diamond really work with the players we have? I feel the fullbacks and Klukas are really weak links. Don't think it really suits Joe either, if I'm honest, but he will play there because he has loads of energy. I still think the balance is way out for us to have the success we would want this season. I've really got reservations. Ken Barlow below also says... Ken Barlow? Yeah. Oh, that's gone off. Do you know what we get that back on? I don't. Oh, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> I think it's a century. Okay. I'll uh, carry on. There we go. Ken Barlow. That's how long we've been sat here in the dark. Uh, Ken Barlow from Corrie says, Any ideas how this diamond thing works? Will it suit the personnel with a mask? A lot of people worried about the diamond. So I was speaking to my brother about this because I, I, I knew how it should work in theory, but I never saw any evidence that last season. Theory being... Fullbacks bomb on, your two centre midfields cover the gaps left. That should be how it works. So it, it, it would, you know, McLean and Smith are kind of your wingers in a weird way. And then your centre midfields cover the gaps left behind. In theory, but I'm still yet to see any evidence of that happening. So not last year. I was, I was speaking to someone today, and uh, one really unspoken about issue and question mm. uh, for me is Tom Ince. Yeah, good point. Where does he fit into this? Well, he's like, been missing from pre-season because of that injury. I I didn't think he actually got injured. I think he was ready to go and make a move, but no sign of him since. Um, well, that, that's it. Doesn't fit. There's the, no wingers. Yeah, with the diamonds. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to play it the ten. We've seen him there before. He's awful at it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Valinden to a lesser extent as well as a traditional winger. He doesn't really fit into the diamond formation. Ince is a weird way to play. It is. Last season he had, had moments where he's clearly our best player, but for the majority of it he, he flattered to deceive, I felt, and mm. I keep forgetting about him, I don't have a clue. He doesn't fit into that formation no, it doesn't. anywhere, anywhere, unless we change it to a flat four, but interesting to see yeah. what happens. I mean, Nathan Jones has said he's going to have to be versatile, just can't play the, his formation, but it's not going to be often enough for Tom no, Nance. No, not at all. Not at all. Cameron Donahue says, going to the pre-season dinner tonight at Stoke, I'll make sure to ask if anyone at the club can actually score a penalty. The pre-season dinner? Yeah, it's this thing, dinner that they've put on. Um, obviously what, fans and fan, players? Yeah, you and can whatnot. buy a table or whatever, it's quite pricey, but oh, right. meet the players and that. Oh, okay. Yeah, pre-season dinner. We're not going. Uh, Todd Kieran, in your opinion, is this summer's transfer window being a successful one? No sitting on the fence. Oh, I'd love to sit on the fence because I, I really don't know, but he wants an answer. Um, I'm going to say yes, but with two more signings in Gale and a left-back, I think it'd be incredible. I think even at this stage, I'm going to go with a hesitant yes. I like the characters we've brought in, but time will tell. That's not the fence, is it? No. That's not the fence? I'm saying I, yes. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I, who asked that? Is that uh, the fence? That was asked so. by Todd Kieran. Are we off the fence enough there? Oh, let us know. Mark Eagles, Mark Cartwright walked before he was pushed, question mark. Yeah. I think he walked. He just walked. He, from, what, from the comment, from Tony Slaw's comments, it sounds like they were, they were disappointed in him leaving. Mm -hmm. Like it was unexpected. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a strange one. Yeah. Weird. It's, it's a really strange one. Dan Hambly, where do you think we'll finish this season? I'm going to say... You've got to be optimistic, haven't you? You've got to be positive. I'm going to say... Fourth or fifth. I've In every preview or comment I've done, I've said fifth. 
and I think we'll lose in the playoff final. <laughs> in the that's, final? That's just me being pessimistic. <laughs> I hope we, yeah. that we do much better, but yeah. I think we'll be in about in and that, about. That's the general consensus. But I mean, let, let's be honest. As, as much as we we're trying to voice it on the fence, how much of of Stoke this season is such an unknown quantity, down from the manager to the squad. We've what six, seven, eight signings in, six, seven people out. A manager that is still not proven at this level. It's it's so hard to call, isn't it? I can only go off the bat that we spent a little bit of money last season and to a lesser extent this season. Yeah, the squad looks good. It should be doing. It should be doing something. Uh, let's have a look at the Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, make sure you do. It's flying our Instagram page at TBPTV. Um, Finley's asked something that we've just asked uh, answered by where do you finish uh, he also says I'm a huge fan of the pod thank you Jamie Merrill 2007 says what player do you think will shine the most this season I think Butland if he stays is obviously going to be up there uh, Nick Powell could be really bright for us mm-hmm. um, Etebo again I'm sure he's going to be man of the match the, get the most man of the matches um, I think he's going to be pumped and ready for this I, I've still got I mean he's not a Arguably the, the, the greatest of pre-seasons, but I'm still convinced Vokes, importantly with the right striker, is going to play a very, very important role. I do rate Vokes, I really do, and I think he's going to be crucial to how we operate. Um, there's tons and tons of questions about Dwight Gale, like, and you know, do is he one of our this transfer is, targets? This is I mean, what I don't understand. There's no, no solid link. I don't know. Going nuts like it's imminent. It's, so it's I don't not, get it's it. Not, there's no concrete stories out there linking him to us. I don't think, or I don't know. Um, you know, we're all seem set on him arriving soon, but I don't know if we just made this up ourselves. I, I think it's just kind of taking the life. It's I don't, I don't think it's necessarily close to be honest. Um, yeah, it's really, really weird. Lewis Newton is really confident. He says, we are going to win the league. Uh, Jakey2904 says, what do you think about the pe- pedestrianisation of Norwich City Centre? Nice little reference to that. Um, All Stoke, thoughts on the new United 1863 standing in sinking section? We've shouted that out before. We have before. I mean, last season though, they declared it was happening. Um, you saw him for a game or two, then it... Went away, disappeared. So I assume is it, is it properly still going? There? Yeah, yeah. But do you know what I mean? I saw it a few games. It was there. Then you couldn't see it, and it come back and stuff. So is it consistently kicking in now? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. If it improves the atmosphere, great. As long as we don't go down the cheesy Crystal Palace ultra route. Yeah. And I'm I don't think anyone. If I had a little bit of stick for that, which I think is unfair, because they made it quite clear that that's not what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're not trying to be ultras, they're just trying to raise the atmosphere. What is an ultra? But yeah, yeah, they, they just want to sing a bit of a singing section, which is fine, whatever, fill your boots, yeah. Eddie Handley, which away day are you most excited for? Um, I'm most excited for Charlton, because I've never been there. It's in two weeks, I'm going. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally, I can see it from my flat, and uh, so I'm excited for that, because yeah. I've never been there. I've it's, never been... It's a local one for me. Yeah, yeah. Char- Charlton, I think, is a good one. First away game of the season is always kind of a good, isn't it? Exciting, so... We've not been there for 15 odd years or something daft, so yeah, you can't really beat that one. Uh, Alice O'Shea asks, who's captain? Which I think has become much easier now. I mean, it was definitely going to be Ryan, wasn't it? Yeah, but now it's Bass. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's it. I think we've pretty much answered that. Um, Mark 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 says, why sell Bojan? He's our best attacker. Give up on it, it doesn't matter. It's it's gone. We need need to all move on. (laughs) It's done, it's done. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, are we expecting more faces before QPR? Maybe. I'm not sure. I think if we are going to do anyone, it'll be the end of next week, just mm-hmm. before it closes. Yeah. Um, 
because we just as a club we tend to leave it that long Aidan Quinn another positive one he says we're fucking ace we're going to smash the league nice um, we do need more of that sort of positivity because that, that's rare that sort of positive comment yeah I mean I'm quite positive about this season you know, I think we'll be in, the, in and about um, plenty of questions that we've already asked um, Joe Rich says who will be the dark horse of this Stoke side I think it'll be Stephen Ward he also says, I bloody missed this pod excited for new episodes. The Dark Horse. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, Cousins has had a very good start. I wasn't anticipating that. Um, Lee Gregory, I suppose, based on what you, you're, you're saying, I do think he's going to be quite important to the squad, not necessarily first 11. But I, I think he's gone under the radar a little bit in terms of our signings. He's, he's often one that's not quoted, and we are forgot about him when we were announcing who he'd signed. So mm. I think Lee Gregory is a much better player than his the press and, and kind of mentions that he's getting. So I, I think he's going to play a bigger part than we. And then lastly, assume. Faco Henry says, Do you think we'll score three in a game? No. I do. Definitely not. I do. I think we'll score three in a game. I think we could score three in the first game. I'm so, I'm so excited for. Um, Saturday. I'm absolutely buzzing. Let's like, get on to it then. QPR, first game of the season. The week, like all summer, we've, you know, we've, we've had, what, three months off from football and you get up on Monday morning and it's like, right, I've got work, I've got this, I've got that, fine. Weekend comes, da-da-da, fine. This Monday morning, I got up. Still shit, Monday morning, <laughs> obviously. But, right in the corner of my mind, for ah, Stoke, on Saturday. Come on. Football's back. It does give you an extra stride, a bit of purpose in your stride and, um, yeah, I'm buzzing. Can't wait. I'm so intrigued for Saturday. I, I'm nervous about Saturday because I'm, I'm I'm dying for us to have a, put a good performance in. Not that I'll be critical if we don't. We've got to let it settle. But dying I'm, for us to start off with a win. I think we've got a, on paper a very very good first fixture. QPR struggled towards the back end of last season. They're very unknown still. They've got a few new signs. They've got Mark Walters, the manager. On paper, though, it's a very good fixture. It's a really good chance to put three on the board. If we can straight, just three get on the board straight off the bat. I do think a very good performance at the start, maybe scoring three goals. Oh, imagine that. Scoring, like, you know, two, three goals, good performance will instantly just alleviate the pressure from the whole mm-hmm. club. I think it's, it's it's a big game. It's a big game. Okay. I'm just intrigued to see how we play. I, I, I've got no kind of assumptions for it. I'm mean, so excited. I'm going to be watching it from another country. I want to stag do in Bratislava. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm um, yeah. going to do my best to get that on via the uh, Stoke website. New streaming. New improved. New and improved. improved streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be quite interesting. But then I'm at, I'm at the Charlton game the weekend after. So I can't wait to you know, get my first uh, game of the season. Where, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think. I've already got a thing in your head where I had to drink before that game. <laughs> You, you're you're neck, neck of the woods, great recommendations. Yeah, yeah come, come round man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll go out. We'll go out round there. I'll show you the I'll show you the Easter London Craig. Don't, <laughs> don't you worry about yeah. it. But that has been the Bear Pit Pod season preview. First of lot. That's wet me appetite, you know. Has it? Yeah. With the new season, Getting out. I'm very excited for. Hopefully, it. very excited. We for kick it. off the weekend. With oh, wouldn't it just win. be? Wouldn't it just be great to to be challenging and, and, and get a promotion? Well, last time we went up, I was, I think I was eighteen, and I didn't. I didn't make the most that night, whatever. I don't know why. No, I didn't. I just didn't. It was ridiculous in hindsight. I think I just went and had a Chinese, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Didn't go out or anything like that. But I'd just love to be involved in a promotion battle and actually to get over the line would be phenomenal because we've had a bad couple of years now. And just a bit of positivity, please. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully it happens. But that yeah. has been the Bear Pit Pod, Acast SoundCloud, YouTube. 
Spotify, Spotify uh, yeah. all of those you can find us. Um, as we said, also our partners are fans. But if you're having a bet on Stoke to be promoted nine to two, you won't find it anywhere else. But that has been the Bear Pit Pod. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Oh, God. Got a long one, that one. It's yeah. going to be a long one. That one.